0: I'm like, if I ever want to move back to the States, I have to figure out what I need to get the visa that will allow me to do, like, for all my dreams to come true type thing. But, yeah, it's definitely a struggle. Like, getting a visa was probably the hardest thing. But once I got it, I felt so accomplished. Like, I was just like, dang. Like, the biggest thing that I thought was was never really going to happen, happened to me. So now it's like anything can like happen I can do anything like that's how I kind of (laughs) feel
1: I love it I love the preparation and the the forward thinking too you know what I mean that's my aunt that's like one of the tips that she gives me all the time is like you can't prepare for your blessing or your next opportunity when it comes you have to be ready before that
0: yeah no you definitely can't because you never know when it's going to happen like I really didn't know that I was going to move back to Toronto and have a midday show like in my home city I never thought that ever Turn it up a little louder. Put yourself. Put yourself on. What does that mean? So I how to guys back? Right, turn it up, fam. Already already turn up right now. You know Free
1: Thank you. <laughs> Got it on my wrist,
0: <laughs> All my money <laughs> I don't dance now. I make money move. This is where
1: it's at. Welcome to your hustlers' how to guide to self made success. I'm your host, Bobby Penn, and here's another put yourself on podcast. Wow. Season two is zooming by. We're already at episode three. And I could not be more excited to share with you one of my former colleagues and someone that I have the honor of calling a friend, Miss Alicia Ace West. Now, I know a lot of amazing people in media and I could have chosen potentially any of them because everybody has a different story of how they landed their radio spot or or TV spot. But Ace in particular, I just remember her determination and how she was very clear on what she wanted out of our previous role with Radio 1 and how she was going about doing it. See, Ace is originally from Toronto, Canada. Um, Yes, the Six. And it was very important to her to come to the United States to forge her own path. Um, So that already says a lot about her, that she was not afraid to travel across borders, literally, to pursue her dream. And I just remember so distinctly, Her telling me, I'm not leaving the States until I get a radio position, an on-air spot. And at the time, she didn't really know how she was going to do it. Things weren't exactly working in her favor. Just like many of us, we heard a whole lot of no's and had to jump through a whole lot of hoops to prove ourselves. And Ace was up for every single challenge. So I'm excited that today she celebrates four months. As a full-time radio host in Toronto, number one market in her country. And it's a midday spot, which in radio is like a really big deal because that's where you catch people at work. So it's among the most listeners possible for the day. So I'm not going to tell any more of her story. I'm going to let her do it. So get on in. We've got Alicia Mm -hmm. Ace West on the line. Multimedia personality on Air Talent at, I don't want to say the station wrong, Ninety moves. move. Okay. And I wanted to have you as a guest on yeah. the Put Yourself on podcast because I believe your story is the perfect inspirational, like testimony for all the gold diggers out there. Goal. G-O-A-L diggers out there. <laughs> um I was like, wow, you're just gonna call me a gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> Never I ain't trying to come for you, you know what I mean? But um I just remember like meeting you and kind of learning to understand like what your goals were and how steadfast you were on those goals. So watching it manifest felt like a victory for me too. So before we get too, too deep Mm -hmm. into the story, tell me a little about yourself. Who is Alicia West?
0: I mean, I'm just a girl from Toronto that's been trying to get it for a very long time, but ended up making a lot of my dreams come true. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know what to say when people ask me, like, tell me about Alicia. I'm just really, like, a very goal oriented girl that uh, tries to go after her dreams every single day. Try to put some positive affirmations and positive vibes out to other people.
1: Yes. I live for her <laughs> Instagram stories, y'all. You got to follow her. She will make your day better in her heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> so why media? Why radio? What was it about um, the medium that drew you in?
0: hmm Uh, well, I guess in high school, I remember I did this assignment, um, for what was it like family studies or something like that, where they wanted us to map out our next five to 10 years. And I don't know why I did it, but I was like, I want to be a video job. Like Lala used to be on, um, what was it? MTV. Yep. So I had chose that. I was like, I either want to do that or I want to be a graphic designer for Nike and design sneakers because I just like sneakers and I still do. So um, it's kind of, I guess, started from that. I know that I used to listen to the radio here in Toronto. We only had one hip hop station. And so I used to listen to it a lot and kind of followed those people's careers. And we have much music, which is kind of equivalent to MTV. And I just used to like the people that were on it. And I was just like, I want to be like them. But I was so shy and so, like, reserved. So I never thought I was actually going to get into it. And um, I ended up going to school for, like, advertising. And when I was done that, I didn't know where, what was next. I knew that I really wanted to work in, like, the media space. Um, Didn't know what to do. And so I remember my friend, um, he works in TV. He made me, like, write down a list of potential jobs that I could, like, would want to do. Um, and somehow I just was like, let me do radio. Because, like, I'm so shy. At least if I could work in radio, then I could, like, perfect my voice and, like, work on me, not on the cameras first mm-hmm. before I get into TV. And I just ended up sticking with radio. I just liked it. I did internships, I did all that stuff and just stuck with it. Yeah, it's not
1: no, you're very humble, but okay. tell the people who don't have the privilege of being your your friend and colleague, name some of the places you've interned or worked before because you've been all over the country.
0: Yeah, so um I decided to move to DC to intern for WPGC. Um and that came randomly because everybody in my class wanted to do internships here in Toronto and I was like I'm not trying to compete with everybody else and I wanna like leave and at the time I was so obsessed with DC. So I stalked the best city ever, city. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love DC. Like if anybody wants me to move to DC, I will move there in a heartbeat and just live there forever. <laughs> <laughs> um but I stalked Sunny in the city on Twitter until she would tell me how I can get an internship with the station. And she, like, gave me the coordinator's, like, email. And I kept emailing them. And I ended up getting it. So within a couple of weeks, I ended up moving to D.C. Um, and worked for WPGC for, like, four months before I had to come back. I didn't have a visa. Um, and then after that, I didn't – there was, like, a couple of years where I didn't work in radio. I worked for advertising. Um, and then I guess I went to Radio 1 in Detroit, and I was the online editor over there, um, for almost two years, and that's it, really. I don't have, like, a lot of radio experience, like, I've done, um, volunteer programs here in Toronto, there's a station called Vibe 105, and it's, like, a community station, so I worked there for a little bit, um, and yeah, that's really it. I worked a lot in other, like, aspects, so I've been very blessed that I didn't, like, have to go to multiple cities to work in radio and stuff like that.
1: Definitely, which I think, again, is what makes your story so unique and inspirational. I think sometimes people mm-hmm. get overwhelmed, um, and everybody has a different journey. So I'm, I'm not saying there's a right or a wrong way to do anything, but I appreciate those stories mm-hmm. that do show that there's more than one way to achieve something, right? Like, a lot of people... Um, in the space that I've come across are like, you know, I've been doing this since I was like 16. I've been doing this since I was 18. And that makes it intimidating yeah. to somebody who may be a little older than that, that's interested in getting into it. So I appreciate that you didn't have the traditional trajector- trajectory, um, but you still mm-hmm. show that dedication to the platform. You know what I mean? It's not like you just jumped in. <laughs> You've been putting in the work. Yeah,
0: I definitely tell people, because there's been like a lot of younger, like a lot of younger women most of the time who come up to me now. Um, who want to get into radio and I'm like, okay, well, don't judge my story. Like, don't just think, yeah, like, she just like, it just happened. It didn't just happen. Everything that I've done since I went to school in radio um, in 2012 has led me to the position. Like, I needed to work at advertising agencies. I needed to work corporate level. I needed to do all that stuff to be the person that I am now. And um, the average, like, radio personality doesn't get their first on-air job as like a full-time job during like a day part in the number one market like that doesn't happen so for it to happen to me with like no real on-air experience like I'm super blessed
1: absolutely so outside of um internships and just being around radio how else do you think you Mm -hmm. were prepared for this opportunity
0: um well hmm. So I definitely, acc- like, accredit my jobs in social media. I used to work for a toy company. That was my first, like, full-time job. Um, that definitely helped me learn a different aspect of, like, media. Um, and then I worked at an ad agency. But I credit me getting fired from an ad agency to help me be where I, where I am now. I got fired at the end of 2015. And that was when I decided that I was just going to, like, Put All my energy into what I really wanted to do Which was be Working the radio space and I said that I wasn't going to go Back to work until I got a job in radio So I didn't work for A whole year And in that year I started a vlog I started the whole like just ace it thing Um, I started going to that That uh, Community station here in Toronto To like do little Like music updates Like news updates type thing Um, I, what else I did? I started, like, learning how to edit videos and, like, doing YouTube stuff. I never really did that much YouTube stuff for myself, but I, like, taught myself. I would record a lot of videos and never post them. (laughs) Um, and then I was blessed to go to the Ween Academy in New York, and I spent, like, four months out there. Um, and that really helped me literally get my foot in the door because the... Okay, so for people that don't know, the Academy is Women in Entertainment Empowerment Network, and um, those ladies, like, literally hooked me up and helped me get my foot in the door. Um, and then working at Radio 1 Detroit, being an online editor, like, being able to be in that space every single day and, like, listen to the jocks that are on air, um, doing my own interviews that were on camera, like... All of that stuff helped me build my confidence so that I was able to essentially go into this audition for my current job at 93.5 to move as confident as possible.
1: Nice. Now, you said something that stands out to me because I do the same thing still. And definitely it helped me in my early years. And when I get people who ask, like, well, you know, how do you network? How do you meet people? You said you Uh use social media to stalk Sunny in the city, which I love her, by the way, too. (laughs) (laughs) what is your art of networking how do you network and build the people around you who can help you move to the next level or keep you encouraged Mm -hmm.
0: so um i think that using social media is definitely a great place to like get and connect um connect with other people who are in your like your field or who you aspire to be like i definitely go on there to try to see what their lifestyle is like and what they're doing um but going to events and knowing the people that are going to be in that space like definitely doing your research and I learned that I learned how important that is when I was in the wean academy like you should never and I preach it to a lot of people um now especially like don't you need to know who's who in that building like know what their role is and how they could potentially like help the help you later on right because a lot of people who want to be, say, just in radio or any field in general, they're just not educated on the people that came before. Like, there's plenty of young girls and young guys who come up to me and I'll mention, like, a radio per- um, a radio personality or a program director. And they're just like, look at me crazy. I'd be like, bro, if you want to work in this industry, you need to know who these people are. Like, just don't be like, oh, yeah, I just want to do it for entertainment. So definitely knowing your research. Um, And also being, like, polite, because you never know what's going to happen later on and how you could potentially, like, need that person. Um, There's so many people who move from job to job, and if you don't have a good relationship with them, then it could bite you in your booty
1: later on, <laughs> facts, <laughs> and speaking of moving around um, as you shared a little earlier, you have been from city to city pursuing this thing mm-hmm. and putting in the work. What were some of your fears, mm-hmm. and how did you learn to adapt in the different environments, different companies, et cetera? yeah, um i
0: don't I'm like I think I'm weird in this sense, like I don't have a fear when it comes to moving to another city um. I'm not the type of person where I get homesick. Like, I'm completely fine. You can move me, and I'll be like, yeah, I'll go. And I think <laughs> that comes back to the fact that I never really traveled as a kid. And I remember my first internship ever. It was with um this clothing line that's called, like, Jesus Clothes. Jesus? Yeah, it's called Jesus. And um I went and I met with, like, the sales rep and the guy that did marketing. And they told me, they showed up, looked at me. They're like, you don't even know where... Switzerland essentially is or some garbage like that they're like you're so green you're so sheltered, you don't know anything and after that I was like yo I really am like I've never really been anywhere and I still haven't but every time it comes to like leaving and going somewhere else I'm always like yeah let's do it because I know how beneficial it will be for my life like every time I move to another city I feel like I have to gain more confidence in like meeting people and like going out there um and I guess it just, like, widens my network. Like, I know so many people in different cities now. Like, I've lived in D.C., New York, Detroit, and spent a lot of time in St. Louis. And some of my best friends, like, don't even live in Toronto. So um, it's definitely been beneficial. But anybody who wants to do it, I would suggest um, saving their money. Luckily, you know, like, most people are either going to be U.S. citizens who are listening to this. So at least y'all can go to another city and work. Like me, I literally had to live off my savings. So um, saving your money, um, trying to get out there. If there are networking events or like panels, that's definitely something that could help. Um, but yeah, I guess my only fear really was going broke. Because <laughs> I couldn't make any money. So I think that's really it, I guess. <laughs> I actually want you to speak more in
1: that, your determination and some of the challenges you faced being from Toronto and pursuing media in the U.S. Um, you, yes. Like I said, you told me early on, is like, I'm not leaving until I get an on-air position. So <laughs> speak to your determination. Yeah, like,
0: um, it's definitely something you have to be like motivated and passionate about because to get in the media game like it's hard like there's plenty of people who want to work in entertainment and haven't been able to get jobs right luckily i always say this to people who will complain about not being where they want to be if you're from the states you have absolutely no reason to really crash there are so many cities in the united states that are livable that you can go to the gain the experience that you need. If it's radios, it's TVs, with whatever. Like I understand, New York, LA, they have the most opportunities. But if you just need experience and some internships, like you can go to, you can go to Detroit and you can be fine. You can go to Cleveland and be fine, right? So I definitely tell people that they're blessed to be in the United States as much as like people will be like, oh my gosh, it's so hard. Um, and for me, I think. Like, I just had to keep going. I had to just be like, okay, like, I'm here for a reason and try to problem problem solve as much as I can. If anybody, before I got my first work visa ever, which was when I moved to Detroit, I would freak, like, stress other people out because of how much I would talk about how am I going to get a visa. I knew all the information about getting different visas before I got my first one because I would just study it and be like, okay, what do I need to do to this day? I'm like, if I ever want to move back to the States, I have to figure out what I need to get the visa that will allow me to do, like, for all my dreams to come true type thing. So I study, like, the visas and what I need to do to accomplish that. And I, I plan and I set my goals based off of that. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a struggle. Like, this, like, getting a visa was probably the hardest thing. But once I got it, I felt so accomplished. Like, yeah. I was just like, dang, like the biggest thing that I thought was, was never really going to happen, happened to me. So now it's like anything can like happen. <laughs> I can do anything. Like, that's how I kind of feel. <laughs> I
1: love it. I love the preparation and the the forward thinking too. You know what I mean? That, my yeah. aunt, that's like one of the tips that she gives me all the time. Is like you can't prepare for your blessing or your next opportunity when it comes. You have to be ready before that. Um. So yeah, yeah, that's what I got from what you just said.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, you definitely can't because you never know when it's gonna happen. Like, I really didn't know that I was gonna move back to Toronto and have a midday show, like in my home city. I never thought that ever. Like anybody who asked me, I'm like, I didn't know I was coming home. The most I thought I was gonna do is move outside of, like, maybe to another state, um, and stay in the U.S. with the same company doing the same thing. Like, I never really thought about it. Um, I did earlier this year, I did apply for, like, a weekend position. I was like, okay, I can travel back and forth on the weekends. Like, maybe I'll get it. It's still me shooting my shot because, like I said, I've never had an on-air job. Um, So when they called me and told me that they were looking for somebody for middays and they wanted me to audition, I was like, are you sure about this? (laughs) Wait, what? Me? And then when I did the audition and then I got the job, I was like, this is crazy like and I couldn't all I could do was prepare the way that I prepared before like it wasn't like oh yeah I'm going to get this job I had no cool I actually wrote down today is what the 22nd October 25th 2017 I wrote out a bunch of my um, goals and I broke them down that was the most like specific I've ever done I broke them down based off of years what I wanted to accomplish in year one Year three, year five, year seven, eight, and ten. And um my year one, I just wanted a weekend position or overnights or something like that. That's all I wanted. And I ended up, because I got this position here, I ended up going from year one goals to year like three, five. Wow. I actually had to adjust year five because I was like, dang, like how am I gonna just jump from year one <laughs> to year five? I was like, nah, no, 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 let me adjust year five. <laughs> So I have something to look, like, try to go after. Um, But yeah, you just, if you stay prepared when these things happen, um, yeah, you'll never know. You never know when stuff can happen, for real, for real. Stay
1: ready so you don't got to get ready.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly it. (laughs) So
1: you're really good about inspiring your followers and just putting out positive affirmations so that not only I'm sure it's for you as much as it is for other people, What advice would you have for getting out of your own way?
0: Um, I think that a lot of times we play the, like, woe is me game, and we start feeling sorry for each, like, for ourselves. But what I've realized is that once we start, stop doing that and just be like, okay, what do we have to work with? Things just start, like, changing, right? Your perspective starts changing. And that's when things are actually, like, start coming, um, coming to you because you're, you're just seeing things in a different light. Like, if we continue to focus on what's negative and what's not happening in our life, we're not going to go anywhere. And if, and also, whatever does happen, those things that are positive, it could be the littlest thing ever. Sometimes we just overlook it because we're not thinking, like, we're still stuck in what's not happening. So um, I just tried to change my mentality like a couple of years ago, and it's worked out for me. It's pretty much when I I, uh, lost my job. That's how I started the whole, like, I hope you have a positive and productive day thing. And it's just stuck, like, the last three years. And it's definitely helped me. It's been a reminder for myself, like, make sure you are as positive as you can be. Make sure you're as productive as you can be. Um, because at the end of the day, there's somebody
1: else that's going through it worse than you, nice, so okay, I gotta ask, like it's only been a few months, but you've already done a lot of really cool things, so what maybe is your <laughs> top standout moment of finally achieving your dream, having a full time <laughs> on air
0: spot? Um well, first of all, having that job at all. <laughs> <laughs> like I I still don't believe it to this day. Sometimes I'm like, yo, are y'all ready to take it back from me yet or what? Like are you sure you want to have this job? Um but since then it's literally not even 4 months. This week it's going to be 4 months. Um I've been lucky to do a lot of stuff. I think one of the biggest things was actually getting on stage to open up for like Lanao. Um and that really resonated with me because the arena that they had while and Out on, uh, I used to work there. I used to be like a server. And I was I worked there for like six, seven years or something like that. So to be able to open up and then in front of like 13,000 people and be like, hey, I'm ace from 93.5 to move, like, what's up, city? Like, that's. It was like mind blowing to me because I'm still so shy. Like, all of this getting on stage and like being on the radio and stuff like that, every day I'm putting myself out there and trying to push past these fears. So, being able to do it and like actually not embarrassing myself, <laughs> that's, been, that's been something I'm very, very proud of. Um, another really good moment, I guess, was interviewing Ice Cube. Wow. I don't think like that many people get to say that they interviewed a legend like that. Um. yeah, and hmm, I don't know. I think that's, like, pretty much it. I've been getting a lot of, like, you know, invites to be on panels, which I'm really, like, grateful for. Um, somebody, like, this company partnered with BumbleBuzz, and they honored 25 women who are trailblazing. So that was kind of cool for me. Um, there's just, like, a lot of stuff That happened in the four months that I've never, like, it's what I dreamed of a couple of years ago. It's everything that I wanted. Like, being able to be sent sneakers every single week, getting a new pair of sneakers, like, that's all I wanted a couple of years ago. So, for all this to be happening, I'm just, like, happy. I'm so grateful.
1: (laughs) Yes. And I actually love that about you. So... If you haven't seen her, definitely, you know, go to my profile. I'm going to make sure I post some pictures. Like, you're really pretty and, like, really girly. (laughs) But I love that you kind of have a tomboy swag in that, like, you play ball and you love sneakers to the point where, like, you were featured in a Jumpman ad, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's almost been a year. It happened uh, last November. Um, And that has helped so much, too. I was just like, wait, what? Like, Jumpman? Like, these are literally all things that I wrote down a few years ago. And my friends who were around that time, it's in like 2015, 2016, they just look at me like, everything you've written down is literally coming true. (laughs) But um, yeah, last year, they picked six creative, up-and-coming creatives in the city of Toronto. And at the time, I was moving to Detroit. So, I mean, I was living in Detroit. So realistically, they didn't need to choose me because I didn't live in the city anymore. But they chose me. I came home. They surprised us all. They took us to this, like, secret location. They had, like, this whole photo shoot um, promoting the Jordan Like Mike campaign um, with Gatorade. They, like, gave us a bunch of, like, merchandise and, like, shoes for us to model. And then on top of that, they brought us, like, back out. Well, they brought me back out. Um, And they had all of us perform our talents at this event at the Jordan brand store that we have. So, like, I me and another guy we got to host the event um the other girl that was in the campaign she's a dj so she dj'd it we had a photographer um one of the guys is a beat maker so he actually made the beat that um was in the like campaign videos and stuff like that and then there was a designer who got to design custom like shirts that were being sold so and then we all got paid for it too so that was just the most really important cool part thing that, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And like, I was just looking back at the pictures, like in the videos yesterday, last night, and I was like, dang, like this really did happen. Like, it's so cool.
1: (laughs) Nice. I love watching you live your best life, sis. You sincerely have like really great energy sometimes in this industry. And I I hate dwelling on that because I've really met more great people than I haven't. I mean, then, Mm -hmm. like, not great people, (laughs) but you really are, like, a standout. (laughs) Like, you have such great energy. You're usually always positive, and, like, you just brighten whatever environment you're in. So I'm really happy that your dreams are coming true. And, of course, I'm still watching and supporting you. And if you're listening Mm -hmm. to this, make sure that you watch and follow Ace2. Where can they keep up with you online? Um, Everything is Alicia Ace West. All right, so get into it, subscribe to that YouTube, mm-hmm. hit that IG follow button, you feel me? Anything else yeah. you want to leave me with? Is there something that you got in the works that I should share? Any final thoughts? Sorry, what? If there's what? Anything, like, in the works that you might want to share or tease or any final thoughts oh. in general?
0: Um, I mean, I'm trying to bring back my kids, My Ace podcast. I have a couple of episodes recorded, so I'm going to bring that back. I'm going to try to start, like, doing more YouTube videos again. I say this every year, but we'll see <laughs> how many YouTube videos I get out for 2019. But, yeah, like, I'm trying to do more things in the community, events. Um, I'm planning a paint and sip um, next month. And then I'm trying to do a brunch in January because my birthday is in January, And I'm trying to make Just Ace It a foundation. So I'm going to do like this big, big brunch in January uh, to celebrate it. And hopefully it could be an annual thing. And maybe one time, one year you can come out for it.
1: (laughs) I would love to. Make sure you keep me in the loop and we'll figure it out from there.
0: All right. Yeah, so I, I'm just trying. I don't know what's going to come, but every week there seems to be something new that I'm doing. So
1: <laughs> Exactly. You are not trying. You are doing it. You are just acing it. You feel me? You like that tie-in? <laughs> yeah, I got,
0: I got you. I can't preach that and not do it. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> your number one piece mm-hmm. of advice to the modern hustler?
0: Um, Anything is possible. Like, I really believe in the power of manifestation. If you write down your goals and really believe that, like you are capable of it it will happen and put out the energy that you want to give out like like I said being positive has really helped my career and trying to do it as much as I can like there's definitely days I wake up and I'm like oh my god I do not want to do any of this at all but once I start you know saying my whole positive and effective day and like seeing how other people resonate it helps so yeah just try to have a great attitude um know that all your goals and dreams are possible um and yeah believe it and you will achieve it (laughs) and just
1: it (laughs) all right everybody it's another episode of the put yourself on podcast if you ain't hustling i don't know what you're doing you know what i mean get out your own way (laughs) keep it pushing
0: it's that simple (laughs)